This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back, and we're talking about uh, tomorrow, big show. Holy cow, what a show. Well, we got a big show. we got a two-hour special show tomorrow. As you know, uh, my older brother Alec was uh, on the show via telephone, and uh, he said to me, what time is the show on? I'll come in studio. And I said, well, it's on from 10 to 11. He goes, well, can't we go for a couple hours? Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, I think we can accommodate if you're going to stick around for a couple hours, you know, Levitard is done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure they're going to say yes to that. So, uh, so of course, I phoned. Uh, I texted the great one. Oh, my God. He's said, probably sweating through his Tommy Bahama T-shirts said, right now said, thinking about this. You, he's not coming. No, he's in Florida. Well, you take a flight up for an A-list actor coming on the show. No, he's going to watch from afar and Out. just be in his Out. glory. Out. You know why? What? Because Pam. Pam, yeah, she's not Pam, letting him go. Pam said, you're not going anywhere, boy. She doesn't care who you're comes. You're not going anywhere. I don't care who's coming. Alex Schmalek. I'm going to have, uh, I'm, I guess Salzone's going to clean up the studio today to make sure it looks a little presentable for her. Are you going to do? Are we, should we, should we, wait, wait. Do we have the gift bag stuff ready? What gift bag? I heard that we were giving away all the worst Baldwin Brothers DVDs. If we can find them. We wanted to do the worst of Baldwin. Is it that bad? You can't even find them well, anymore? You've got to go to Ollie's Bargain Outlet or somewhere. <sighs> we're getting Polly's trying to compile them. A, a worst of the Baldwin Brothers DVD collection. That's not hard. <laughs> That's not hard to do. You know what? But he Paul- really wants to watch your Car 54 movie. Well, here's what Tone we Because Tone is in it. Tone Loke is in Car 54. Where are you? Yeah. Well, and that's early Tone Loke. Yeah. So, so Pauly turns around and tells me that he's going to go ahead and watch Car 54. Where are you? So I said to him, well, if you like it, you got to put a vote in. It gives me a one on Rotten Tomatoes and eliminates my zeros. Yeah, it would. Would be the only Baldwin without a zero. Why can't we just tell the listeners to go and rate Car 54? Where are you? Reboot? I don't want to do it illegally. You want, you want I don't want to do it illegally. Yeah. I want it to be honest. If, but now, now Paulie's the type of candidate, the one in a million, go, yeah, that yo, might yo, like Car 54. He, he might. He might. Because of Tone Loke. He He's a big Tone Loke guy. He's a huge Tone fan, and I didn't realize that. <laughs> he is. I didn't realize that. So I went, I, when I met Robin, the mm-hmm. night I met my beautiful wife, I was at a celebrity car event in Celebration, Florida. And I'm, I'm watching, I, check this out. So I'm eating a steak dinner with Paul Sr. from American Chop Oh, very nice. And the venue moves from the steakhouse on the Disney property to the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. And in the House of Blues, now imagine whoever booked this, are Styx and Tone Loke. Tone oh. Loke is going to come out and open for Styx. Oh. And I'm thinking, could you have gotten two ridiculously opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. as as the 70s rock and roll and Tone? Yeah. So I now I know Tone, so mm-hmm. I, I want to go backstage. I want to go see him. So I hang out for him, with him for a little while before he goes on. I walk up, third floor VIP. I'm hanging out, and there's oh, boy. and the, oh, and the painted on jeans and the skin tight shirt. Oh, it was love at first. Forget bite. about it. <laughs> love at first bite. I grabbed it. Neil, you in love? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in love, Neil? Go ahead. Neil, no. tell us. No, tell no. us, Neely. No, nah, I'm 20, living the single life. You know, just. Well, Joe Salzone's 38 and enjoying the single life, too, so really, look yeah. what you can become. You're sitting right but there. I'm, but I'm, in co- I'm in college, though, right yeah. now. So you want to get into radio, you yeah. went to community college, and you're yeah. still single. Look at your future. Yeah, this, he's sitting right there. <laughs> he's see. sitting right there. I want you to see your computer. Get Content. used to it, pal. <laughs> nah, I went to LeMoyne last year. I didn't do too bad with the girls at LeMoyne. Oh, yeah? You were young and single and loved to mingle over there at LeMoyne, nearly? Well, well, yeah, because there were actually parties at LeMoyne. There's so you really had to get them drunk, is what you're saying, now. Ah, I'm not saying that. I'm just <laughs> saying I went to parties. And so, and so your professor came in to check on you. What did she think we were going to do to the kid? I don't know. 
Lisa this, came popping, probably this. Lisa came popping in on the break. So is Lisa like the most popular teacher over there? Uh, I mean, everyone who takes her class likes her, so yeah. Yeah. And what she, is her class? Yeah, what, is, what, exactly? what are you learning in that class? Right, exactly. Um, She has us do, like, a lot of readings, like PSAs and stuff, and she has us do projects and stuff where we can, like, read news articles and stuff. And so she's teaching you how to perform on mic? Basically, yeah. But, wow. yeah, she's taught me a lot, though. She's given me a lot of good criticism and, like, helped me out a lot, so. Good. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's important to learn how to do it. I, 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 of course, have no knowledge on how to do it. Me either. I just go in there and I start babbling. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. Seem to serve us both well, I guess. So I'm fascinated by the, this this little piece that I pulled up about Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <which laughs> this is so good. Shaq has a wild story about spending $70,000 at Walmart, the biggest purchase in the company's history. Mm-hmm. And so I thought to myself, 70000 well. Like, what's the most expensive thing you could buy? You can't buy a car there. You can't buy... Well, interestingly enough, you can now. You can buy a car? You can buy a Rolex. They're trying to come after Amazon. This wasn't back when he did it. His story had nothing to do with it. Right. But you can go on Amazon, right? I mean, you can go on Walmart.com and buy a Rolex right now. So you could spend 20 grand on an item. Boom. Oh, so he could have bought three, four watches and he was done. But that's not what he did. But this isn't bad. Yeah. so, So it turns out... He got to, well, I, I went in and I looked at it and I thought, well, if it was something as simple as that, he bought five watches for the guys that started with him or something. Maybe nonsense. something, no. Yeah, well, I couldn't find anything that was over, you know, three grand. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that was it. So I'm thinking to myself, what did he do? Well, he got traded to another team. I think it was Phoenix. And then he gets there and he turns around again. He gets this big old crib and he's got to buy all the stuff to put in his put couches. This, that. So he walks into a Walmart. And he goes, you know, literally Rodney Dangerfield and Cash. I go, give me a dozen of those. Give me two yeah, dozen right, of these. Yeah, give yeah, me yeah. three naked ladies. Yeah. Oh, do you get a free bowl of soup with that? All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So he went nuts. And so the he goes to check out and they decline the card. They think it's stolen. The Amex dude calls him up and they, it's he's quoted in the article. He says to him, hey, man, someone stole your car. They're trying to they're trying to blow 70 Gs in a Walmart. He goes, no, it's me. And he says, what the F are you buying at Walmart? <laughs> the the, the well, American dude, Express guy says that Walk to through your local Walmart what try do, to spend $70,000. I want to see the receipt. What did he buy? I mean, Because even the furniture, quote unquote, is like $200. Right. You can't spend more than 600 you know, on, a, on, a, on an item. And You can buy a 50-inch flat screen for 900 And what was the vehicle waiting for him to get all this stuff from the Walmart? Like, was it... Was there like a U-Haul waiting outside for him, or? Oh, I think he's getting it all wrapped up and having it sent over the next day. Probably, I, but I, he's Shaq Diesel. He walks in, he, he goes Shaq Fu. Yeah, he's Shaq. Put Fu. it in. He's a, a put it right. in the truck. I don't know how I would spend seventy thousand dollars. Seventy k get free delivery? No, I mean, come and it on. was, and he had gone from uh, the new team. Where was he? Where did he get traded to? Uh, Miami to Phoenix. He went from Miami to Phoenix. Nobody in Phoenix could help him out with some furniture or maybe a You couldn't crib? rent a furnished crib? I know. You're Shaq Fu. It's like this story, he makes it sound like he loaded a backpack full of his belongings, right. got on a bus and went to Phoenix. Right, they cut him on the court and said, yeah. you, know, you play here now. He's got one of those sticks with the bag well, hanging off the back and he's well, walking to Phoenix. Not, not for nothing either, and I'm not knocking down what Walmart is selling, because sure. you know, I certainly have gone into Walmart and bought lots of stuff for my kids' rooms while... But the basic furniture and stuff in my home is not Walmart quality. No, it's it's, no, it's no, far no. more expensive than that. So if you're a guy making 
twenty million dollars a year playing in the NBA yeah. and all the endorsement and everything. You're 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 getting your team, uh, you know, your house in your new city with Walmart. There's not a furniture shop in Phoenix, Arizona that you could go to. But but, but listen, you, you know, and he's got to weigh what three hundred plus pounds. That's he, not going to hold him. He's spending the season is six months or seven months. Yeah. If he spent twenty thousand dollars a month to rent a fully furnished palatial palace, yeah, I mean in Phoenix you could rent some sick, sick place sure. for ten grand a month. I'm sure. Now, granted, I mean he's a big, large guy, so there might be some special consideration for his bed and his bathtub. And but I mean, you got that guy. You rip the tub out and have the big boy tub put in. <laughs> yeah. you get a hot tub put in your yeah, bedroom. You put anything you, you want. Know, what's going on? It just goes to show you can't take that part of you. Like, you can get all the money in the world, but you're still just going to go to Walmart and buy a bunch of stuff. You know my Shaq Fu moment, don't you? No, you know Shaq? Oh, I got the coolest. I'm going to go to break. Yeah. I'm going to show you footage. My Shaq Fu footage of how I get treated when I see the Shaq. You dunk on Shaq? Listen, <laughs> I got Shaq Fu in the end, during the NBA game. All right, I want to see it. We'll be right back after this. Did you miss In the Booth with Matt Park? The Texas Rangers have introduced the Dilly Dog. It's a dill pickle stuffed with a hot dog and then deep fried. I'd make a slight distinction. I think the dog to pickle ratio is a little off. Give me a good hot dog. Then maybe wrap it in like those pickle slices. So now you got more dog than pickle. Now you dip it in the batter and fry it. In the Booth, two to three weekdays. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Home of the Syracuse Crunch, ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, we're back, and I've shown Josh this video. It's a really cool video. It's a, Watch this b- bizarre video of a wild elephant smoking in the Indian forest. Baffles experts. So when you watch the, uh, the video, the elephant, it takes its trunk and it picks something up off the ground, which must have some type of powder or something, because it, it puts his mouth, and a second later, this huge plume of smoke comes out of the elephant's mouth. He's getting high, baby. That's what I'm talking He's about. crack a lag down the desert. We just watched the video uh, of Shaq falling into your seat, by the way. Yeah, this so, is the video he's referencing. So Shaq was what I was referencing about my, so I know Shaquille for a long time. We've hung out back in the days in L.A. and so on many, many years ago. But at this particular time, it was the short stint that he that he did in Cleveland when he was with the Cavaliers. Uh, and so Shaquille, very early in the game, first few minutes of the game, um, he gets hacked and he hits the he hits the ground near the baseline. And he knows I'm there because I've already hung out and talked to him before the game. So he crawls across the baseline, crawls across the rest of the floor, and jumps up into my lap and puts his arm around me and kisses me during the middle of an NBA mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing that always takes me back when I look at this video is. I'm not a little guy. You no. Know? I'm, I'm 6'1", 250, and he turns around, and he, he engulfs me. And you don't even see me, but my little head sticking out of the side. <laughs> you look like a toddler. And, I mean, he's, he's so gigantic. He's huge. When he en- engulfs me like that, I realize man, he's, he's just massive. He's huge. He's a massive man. That's what made him such a success, man. Yeah. The you, Shaq Diesel. You couldn't get you couldn't you couldn't out rebound Shaq. He's What's this huge guy in the middle? What's this rundown you have over there? You were you were so talking it's about opening day of baseball. Uh, we celebrate all all the for the first time in I don't know how many years. I think seventeen years or maybe even longer. The first time that every major league baseball team plays today, and they all play. 
Uh, Everyone's playing. Every, everybody's playing today. But they did a rundown, um, Forbes and uh, some of these other publications, to figure out how expensive it is now to be a fan of a baseball team. Like, if you want to go to every game, if you live in a city that has a Major League Baseball program, you want to go to every home game, you got to park at every home game, you buy, let's say, one beer, hot dog, and uh, you bought a hat and a jersey in the beginning of the season. They added all those things up. And they found that the most expensive team to be a fan of right now is the Chicago Cubs. If you did all those things, every home game and the parking and the food, $16,000 a season. Now, this is like the average ticket, average too. Average ticket, like a, yep. They're putting you somewhere decency, but yep. it's not like Yeah, the you're big not going to be in the box every time, but it's right. you. If you want to go so as a fan. So they took the middle of the range of Middle everything. of the road fan. You're, paying, you're spending sixteen grand a year in Chicago. For one person. For one person. And that's to go to 80... That's what they play, 80, 160, so you're going to 80 yeah. games. Yeah, and the uh, the weird thing about this study is the team in the same town is one of the cheapest. The White Sox are only 5500 bucks to do all of the same thing. One-third the cost yes. to go to the White Sox. Just to go see the White Sox play. Wow. Now it's obviously because of records and whatnot. Wait, 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 but think about that mathematically for a minute. So if there's, let's just call it 80 games. And if you spent a hundred bucks a game, that's eight grand. So it's two hundred dollars a shot mm-hmm. would be sixteen grand. Yeah. So it's somewhere around two hundred bucks a shot for all in for one person to have an average seat yeah. and so on to go Ticket to Ticket to park, yeah. Now you wow. gotta figure out that obviously not not every person's driving their own car. So maybe if you carpool over there, that'll cut down on the cost a little bit too. But I'd be the kind of guy who if I lived in Chicago, I couldn't afford to be a Cubs fan. I would need to be a White Sox fan. That's all that's my budget. I can only be a White Sox fan. I can't afford to be a Cubs fan. Yeah, you know, uh, it's hard. When I was a kid, I liked um, going to the games with my family. Mm -hmm. You know, we we, and we went to Shea more than we went to Yankee Stadium because it was so much closer and easier to get to. Yeah, Uh, and my father drove, and we parked and we walked in the parking lot the whole bit. Um, Yankee Stadium was in the Bronx. It was a more dangerous area, and it was Mm -hmm. a much further trip to go all the way up to the Bronx from Long Island. Just to drive to Flushing. Uh, I hated. I hated going. I hated going. Why? I love to be the the thrill of being at a game. Yeah. But I hated the Mets, and so I was from one of those families where I had to I had to grit it out my whole childhood mm-hmm. until and then of course you got to believe 1973 the Mets yeah. 69 rather they go to the World Series and with Tom Seaver and they win and all of my family jumps the bandwagon. Oh the Mets! You got to believe, man. Yay! And I was like, what happened to the Yankees? Yeah. What happened? Because we were in last place when we yeah. sucked. Yeah. So I had to go through all that until the the late seventies when we started winning World Series with Reggie Jackson and that crew. And then suddenly all my brothers were back because the Mets sucked. Yeah. And they were all back with going, yeah, Yankees. Yankees are, are the second most expensive, by the way. If you wanted to go to every Yankee game, park and eat, it's about twelve thousand five hundred dollars. But twelve thousand five hundred. You know why? why? Because I think it's because the stadium is in the Bronx. I think that's why. If if Yankee Stadium, there was a rumor when Steinbrenner was still around senior, when George Senior was still around, the Yankees were going to buy mm-hmm. this land. Um, it, it was in. The, it was literally some of it was like a little island right off the Hudson River. There was in the river, mm-hmm. and they were going to build this road down to it and all this stuff. And they were supposed to be going to put up a Manhattan Yankee Stadium before they built the new stadium. Mm-hmm. There was they were going to go there, and people in Manhattan were going crazy. There were so many people that were for it, the idea of the Yankees being in Manhattan where the money really is and blah, blah, blah. But the problem was the real estate value of all the homes that were near there. And I think I think even Trump was involved in this deal somehow. But 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 it would have destroyed the value of like these multi-million dollar apartments sure. that were there. You yeah. can't just drop it in Central Park. You can't just drop the... 
I say drop it in Central Park. That's a brilliant idea. Right, just right in the center. There's, there's of it. a big thing called the Sheep's Meadow. Mm -hmm. It's a meadow that they used to when the immigrants came over. They actually brought their sheep to and fed them in, on the grass. Yeah, I put it's the farmland. Stadium, it's put the stadium land. in the meadow. Do it now. I'm sure you've experienced a Yankee game far more impressive ways than I have. But I did get to go with Mr. Krabs once, the great Ed Levine. He uh, had the whole box set up, and he had the oh, seats. Oh, yeah, he's got it all. It's filthy. He's got it all. He choppers That's in. the way they to They drop him off on the pitchers, man. <laughs> no, they, they, they drop, drop him right the there, pitch. center it's field. Ridiculous. He lands his copter, and he ridiculous. goes out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm have... sure. Have you, you don't have any, like, great, <coughs> I watch a Yankee game with so-and-so. Well, I don't have Krabs kind of money, and I don't yeah. have Krabs kind of pull. Um, but when you're the actor, particularly when you're on TV show, TV mm -hmm. show's way different game changer. So you can take Alec and all the times and all the stuff that he did in film and put him on 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and a crappy week on 30 Rock is 9 million people. Sure. So 9 million times $9 a ticket. And what yeah. does that transcend? In the, that's $81 million box office. That's a hit yeah. in a box office yeah, yeah, yeah. In, for one week. Right. So you do the math when you're on TV, the number of people that you reach. So when I was on a TV series weekly... You, you'd get a call from all kinds of the great Ed Levines, and I'd get a call from Steinbrenner's office. George, would, like to game, know, yeah. would you like to come down to the game? We've got tickets, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And next thing you know, I'm having lunch with the big guy himself. Nice. Or I'm a, yeah, it was lovely. It was, I was nothing. I would have, even when I made that kind of money, I never would have spent that kind of money to go. You know, my friends would go, yeah. dude, you want to go to the Super Bowl? I can get the tickets for, you know, $4,500. And in my mind, I look at this Shaquille O'Neal thing. I can't get out of being the son of a school teacher. Sure. You know, that my father made $700 a week with right. six kids. Right. And so I think to myself, okay, do I want to spend $4,500 mm -hmm. on a ticket? No, I'm no. not spending $4,500 on a ticket. No. There's no way. There's no way I can bring myself to I don't it. know if I could justify spending twelve to $16,000 a year on going to a baseball game. Well, and, and here's part of the reason when, when guys who are as successful as, and we've been talking about the great Ed Levine, he's got a huge company. Mm -hmm. he's, got, he's got Galaxy Media, Galaxy Communications, he's Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy Events. They do all kinds of different things here. Um, you know, so when you look at what he's been able to do as far as the growth of his company, which now digitally is worldwide. You yeah. know, he's not just a company here in central New York. Yeah. So with that said, you need to wine and dine and you need, and he realizes and he's very good at, mm -hmm. you know, taking his clients out and taking care of them, which is part of the thing that when you're playing at that level, part of the they, they expect that. Yeah. They expect it. Yeah. You know, I'm a guy that's going to come in and sign a six figure number to mm -hmm. advertise for my company. I'm going to the SU game. I'm meeting the coach. I'm sure. a, and he has access to all of it. You yeah. know, so he is Syracuse. And but, he takes clients but, down to Yankees game all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. He does, he's got it all. He listen, look, he's got, he's got Sterling coming up into the, into the, exactly. into the show. You know what yeah. I mean? How much bigger do you get than that? Besides getting Reggie up here when he was hitting home runs, you know, I mean that that's a big. I was I was impressed by that. Big sure, time. sure, big time. I was impressed by that. And that's so. the guy's dream. I mean, he was, grew up a Yankees fan. He grew up in Yonkers. And you just you, to have a business that now you can go love your team whenever you want. It's cute. Dude, listen, I'm jumping on the Ed bandwagon. Yeah. I got my hand. You should see it. It's very nice. I got to win. What's the key? What's the key to Pam? What's the key to winning Pam over? I've had success with. Uh, he loves you. Because I, I can fix her gadgets. Like if her phone breaks, I'm nervous. Are you to take an electronics it. class? <laughs> you might need to team up with uh, Neil here and go over to uh, send Neil in as my rep. <laughs> go take a community college class with Neil and see if uh, you can learn a little bit about the gadgets and if you need your help. You gotta get, you put the good word in for me, man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like on the edge, you know. I'm, I think I'm, you're doing all right. I think you're just fine. Yeah, I gotta get in there. I think you're fine. I gotta get in there, Joe. They all love you.
Yeah, they do. You're on the radar now. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. You weren't on the radar, and you didn't want to be on the radar with the great Ed Levine, but you are on the radar now. I think the first eight months I was here, uh, he didn't know who I was. Uh, oh, he's all over and, you. Yeah, he knows, he knows, <laughs> he's all, he knows who I am. You. He's got your number. He's now. all over you. Mm. He calls him the black hole. Nothing. <laughs> he only takes stuff and nothing comes out. That's what, <laughs> that's what Ed calls him. I'm going to disagree Joe, with Joe, the black hole. I think home. Joe spits out a little bit of gold from time to time. He does. Like today, I want to die alone. I mean, that's you're not going to get that. No, from no. But you know what? It, 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 it's you, enough gold that I get kept around. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, what's great about it is, is that like yesterday, for instance, he walked in and I said, "No, go, go," because because you know, the second he walks in the mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. he's either going to suck he's all on the or air. He's not energy. on. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's on or he's right. not on. So what's great is. It's very consistent, whichever one he is. Yeah. When we did the the week that we did alone on the on the Gomez and Lisa mm-hmm. show, the first day, you know, he was giddy. Yeah. He was in there. Ah, he was excited. Mm-hmm. He was gonna. I was not giddy. You were. You, I don't for, get giddy. For, <laughs> for I'm Joe not a giddy Salzone, person. You were giddy. <laughs> All right. You fair were enough. giddy for Joe yeah. Salzone. Now, granted, that would be almost dead for someone else, but but it was giddy for yeah. Joe Salzone. A giddy, a giddy for right. an amateur person is life support. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, short yeah. of sex, yeah, t- tuned right in. She was smart. She shows up mm-hmm. with a, a hot sandwich, yeah. a breakfast sandwich. You should have seen him. Oh, yeah. hi, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking across and going. Where's this guy on the ESPN it's like show? Like feeding a feral dog. Yeah. Oh, it's all excited. Food He's is the key to my heart. Yeah. I'm mean, looking at my smoke. stomach. I, yeah. it's, I, I don't uh, skip many. You are, the, you are the epitome of the way to a man's yeah. harness through a stomach, <laughs> yeah. for sure. When you come in and you see Joe Selzone smiling, you, you're like, oh, all right, we're going to and, and, and great, you know, the consideration of someone who doesn't know you to do that for you, and this is the best you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his thank yeah, you very thank much you. for remembering me again this morning. But then you have to translate mm-hmm. and be like, that means he's happy. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's very excited. No, no, then he came, Pat him on the then head. He came after a couple of days. And he reverted into, he had like a bad Agent Orange Vietnam flashback, he, oh. you know, the full bit. So he comes in and he just almost announces. So Jacqueline, who's wears her heart on her sleeve, turns around at the break and she's outside and she's, and I was still smoking at the time. So I'm having mm-hmm. a cigarette, which by the way, if you're not noticed, I quit smoking. How many days now? Been five days. Ooh. Yeah. I'm How's at, it been? You know, Robin could learn a lesson or two about being uh, a little more agreeable and nice to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Because, you know, t- Texas Chainsaw type thing, flashbacks come to my mind. Like, I want to kill people when I get... But I'm but I'm, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm doing it. You doing any of the gums or the patches or anything I like that? Chantex. Yeah. And I started having some of the funky dreams. Yeah. Which I could, you know... I have those all the time, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just do. I have weird dreams. So, so wait, so wait. So Jacqueline's outside. She vape. I look at her. I go, are you okay? So that, that was... Uh, Alex, Alex coming in hot. Oh, is he already? Well, he's probably here. He probably landed. Did he? So, so Jacqueline goes, what's wrong with him? I mean, Joe. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, that's just Joe. That's what he does. And mm-hmm. he shows up one day and the next day he's a, she goes, is, is he mad at me? No. And like she started getting choked up. No. And I said, no. You he's made not a woman mad. cry, Joe. Yeah. Oh, Wouldn't yeah. be the first time. No, oh, dear. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I just, I Wouldn't can't. Wouldn't be the first well, I, time. I, I'll, I'll say this, and I don't know if this is really. You like Jacqueline, though. I do, yeah, yeah. I like okay. a lot of people. I just don't show it. He doesn't have ability or to show it in my own way. Yeah. He doesn't uh, have ability. Some of my really close friends have had to explain to other people who don't really know me. They'll be like, that's just Joe. That's just how he is. Mm-hmm. You, you just you, you, Once you accept that, you're fine. Isn't that an oxymoron, though? Some of my really close friends coming out of the mouth of Joe Salzone. Yeah, but I've had, I, 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 I've had discussions with Joe not to wear his heart and his sleeve so much. 
He'll tell you that. Yeah. I've told him you can't you can't come in with an attitude like that. You gotta you mm-hmm. gotta leave the attitude at home. Yeah, that's very true. It's just part of the business, it's man. You gotta true. if you want people to like it, you gotta put it on put on the happy face. I like it. All right, we're gonna come back with something stellar and amazing now that we're running late and we spent all this time talking about Joe Salzano. Oh, no, that's not we'll, gonna go over we'll, well. We'll, <laughs> well, well. We'll be right back. All the best local takes. Orange Nation. It's hard for me to grasp how they won that game. I have the same feeling after yesterday's game that I had a couple years ago that Sunday night in Chicago. Daniel Baldwin. When you get to those types of coaches, the Bear Bryants, the uh, Joe Paternos, mm-hmm. it's your staff that's really running those last few years. Brent Axe. What is controversial about the zone? Did it have a sex scandal or something? What is controversial? ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. AM at 1440 AM. NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, we're back. For the last, the short segment. Family of Duke star freshman at center of controversial report. So it turns out that after I read this article and I go over it a second time, that Bagley, the uh, star player for Duke, who actually hurt us badly in the Sweet 16. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, that the backdoor alley-oops to him were, um, it also got the crowd really going. Yeah. And there was a Cameron uh, Duke heavy crowd that was... Uh, that was out there, had a big presence. They travel. The, they do, they travel well. But uh, what I'm getting out of this, uh, and let me cut right to the chase, just six weeks into the year, the Bagleys pulled up stakes for reasons that aren't clear. Uh, four years later, shortly after Nike's sponsorship of Bagley Jr.'s Phoenix family grassroots team became public, they left their working class neighborhood in Phoenix for Southern California in a tax filing. The Bagleys listed a home address in a gated subdivision of Northridge called Porter Ranch. Similarly sized homes in this area go for $750,000 to $1.5 million to purchase and as much as $7,500 a month to rent. Um, According to the last uh, tax reports, Bagley Jr.'s dad, Mr. Bagley Sr., makes forty grand a year. So, so he suddenly has a multi-million dollar home well, in you Southern know, California. With a, with a Nike Nike sponsorship and so on and so forth. So the question is, and now I know Porter Ranch. I used to play golf at Porter Ranch Country Club all the time. Uh, and, um, yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty exclusive, high-end, big, big homes. Um He's getting out of Duke just in time because this thing's going to break off. So you him. think it was a situation where he'd be like, "Hey, you go come play at Duke, uh, and we'll help take care of your family for you." Well, so you know, uh, it, it's the difference between leasing and buying too, mm-hmm. which which is still is clearly illegal. Yeah, um, you don't have to give him the title of the car if you gave him access to a car, which would normally then they would project how much it would cost him to own that car, and that's the amount of money that you received. Mm-hmm. So if somebody rented the the house for them. But it was in exchange for his participation on this team. Then you clearly are paying him to play on the team, which would then possibly affect all of the wins Duke had. All sure. you know, I mean, again, that's one of the same examples I gave about Coach Beheim. If you think for a minute, I believe Coach Beheim 
knew anything about any of the improprieties ever that goes on because he'd be the first one. He's an honest guy. Mm -hmm. He'd be the first one to go, yeah, no, you can't do that. Sure. But you can't control this kind of crap that goes on. And, 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 and again, Coach Beheim cannot control what a, what, a, what a booster does if a kid is stupid enough to take money or do something dumb. So in this case, supposedly, the way they're laying it out, I'm going to say I don't know this to be fact yet, but the father... Um, obviously made some deals with people or it sounds like he was participating in the negotiation of things uh, that led to a home, uh, multiple transfers of schools, so he went where the grass was greener, and that this kid may indeed be involved in something that would dramatically affect his amateur status. Now, I don't know if you can penalize Duke for that. Um, uh, Certainly, you're going to be able to penalize him if you can prove anybody at Duke had any knowledge of it. Yeah, That would mean they knew beforehand. But uh, look look for this to... uh, We'll keep an eye right on now. that for and sure. The, and the big FBI report, Neil was saying earlier that yeah, Duke is definitely clearly implicated as one of the big programs on this FBI report yet to be released. But, well, we'll uh, get more on that as it comes out. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow with a big two-hour show. Your brother Alec will be in studio, and uh, we'll be streaming all of that live on the Facebook and the internet and everywhere you're listening. Joe Salzone, thank you. Neil Joe Salzone, the real deal, thank you. Neil, the real deal, Holyfield, thank you. Daniel, thank you. Back tomorrow.